The lawyers on air are not able to give advice about any given person's legal problem over the air. Giving legal advice requires confidentiality. Attorney-client privilege won't protect conversations literally being broadcast from a radio. If you call into this show, the attorneys don't represent you unless you sign a retainer. No paperwork, no representation. You have no expectation of privacy or attorney-client privilege on a call. This is a live broadcast. It does not get less confidential than this. The attorneys can't predict how any given legal matter will turn out. Lawyers give legal advice. They can't give you tailored advice about your legal problems without an in-person interview. Please call in with your general legal questions. This is Talk Radio 680, WCBM, and WCBM.com. It's time now for Law Talk with Bill Sherwood. Welcome back to Law Talk. This is Bill Sherwood here yet on another Sunday. Um, it was okay out there when I came in, but who knows? It may be raining by now. It's threatening pretty well. It's cloudy. It feels it feels right now. <laughs> so, though, you know, hide from the rain. Yeah. Stay close to the radio for the next hour. We're going to have some fun here. Um Today we're going to, uh, of course, give a little bit of update on some legal news as well as uh, delve deep into some weird laws that we've dug up on the Internet. And I'm sure that, um, you know, you're just going to be screaming about some citations here, but we'll see about that. Um, Citations, so let's, who needs them? Yeah, you know, who, you know, fake news, real news, right? Fake laws, you know, written <laughs> on the Internet so it's true. It's got to be true if it's on the Internet. Yeah. You know? And we're lucky to have John back with us today, too. He's been yeah. gone for some time. Yeah, I you feel know, like we, it's been a long time. Yeah, you know, but, you know, gee, what, half a month now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess two weeks is a half a month. Yeah, yeah. I'm two, not, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's no, good to be back. Yeah, yeah. We're glad to have you back. So um, we're going to uh, do our little uh, elevator speeches here. This is Bill Sherwood with Sherwood Legal Services. Um, I do family law, personal injury. And real estate law. And if anybody out here in the listing area wants a free consultation on anything uh, legal matter related, please, by all means, call me at the office at 410-366-4417. I am here for you. John, go ahead and do yours. John Coke with the Coke Insurance Agency. I do auto, home, and life insurance. I can be reached at, we have an office in White Marsh in Timonium, and we're at 410-931-1400. Yosef Cooperman with the Law Offices of Robert L. Symes. I do property and casualty insurance law. It's 410-366-5606. So, you know, last week we uh, we were having a little bit of fun with West Virginia's court. Um, all five of the justices have seemed to be impeached. Well, two of them have resigned. <laughs> two have resigned. And there's consequences for the elections for how you replace them. Right. And, well, basically, you know, there was they were... They were really, really setting up their offices very swanky over there. Um, NBC News is reporting, um, you know, Justice John Davis was impeached for the $500,000 in office renovations. Uh, lawmakers approved articles against them, against Lowry for spending 363000 in renovations, including a $42,000 antique desk, all owned by the state. But they're at his house. Ha- it says it's at his home, and then uh, lying to the House Finance Committee about taking home the office. desk home and a thirty-two thousand dollars suede leather couch, um, yeah. and personal use of state vehicles. And Lowry is indicted at the moment. Okay, okay, um, so, for unrelated charges. Yeah. Well, facts. How, how do you so. find a hundred and thirty-two thousand dollars suede couch? Is well, that just what? a thirty-two thousand. Oh, thirty-two thousand. Yeah, okay. I mean, yeah, we all have one of those laying around, right? Wow, how do you? Wow. <laughs> That's a, nice that must, that's a real swanky couch there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, of course, you know, everything gets politicized now, and maybe there's a reason for it. Um, because this was the first time around, correct me if I'm wrong, Yosef, this is the first time around that they had nonpartisan elections for these. Um, um, I think that they changed it to nonpartisan elections, but the judges still have parties in West Virginia. Right. And there were three Democrats and two Republicans, but the Republicans have two-thirds of the Senate. Right. And control of the House and the governor. Right. So if they impeach all these justices, then they get to reappoint a court they like. Right. So cynics would say that they decided to make an issue of their longstanding practice with spending because now they get to appoint their own court. Right. Now, I mean, they did have the permission to reset their offices and everything else. I doubt whether they had permission to take a $32,000 couch home on the state's time. (laughs) Apparently, in West Virginia, they were allowed to set their own budget. Right. Like the legislature didn't make the judges' budget, budget the judges did. Right. And the 
legislature doesn't like the fact that the judges bought themselves incredibly swanky offices. Right. Which I get that because, like, really, you know. So there was no rule against it. They just. Yeah, it was just overspending and maladministration. Like, what do you do with all their money? No one ever, you know, quite said that you couldn't, but also it's, I think it's very inappropriate to do so. But there's obviously, on top of that level of the, you know, there's also the obvious stake and advantage of uh, taking control of a judiciary despite the elections. Right. Well, I, you know, I have, you know, the last uh, field trip I ever did as a, uh, as a student with law school, we actually went to the Supreme Court and met one of the, ju- uh, the law clerks there. And they were talking about, um, you know, a lot of different things. But one of the things that impressed me was that the Supreme Court sets its own budget every year, and mm. they always go under budget. How many other law you know, agencies mm. and governments don't, you know, stay under budget, you know? And they're very conservative about how they do that. Um, so, you know, if that's the gold standard, because that's the Supreme Court, then you see these guys, you know, rolling up to a $32,000 well, couch, yeah. you know, it's... Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And obviously, you know, I, I mean, that kind of behavior, there's a reason, you know, people hate it, mm-hmm. um, because there's very little check on a judge. Right. Um, but also, um, you could imagine somebody, I mean, what, what's over budget to some is under budget for another. And it reflects, the, it's not an objective standard. Right. Um, you might say, oh, well, that shocks you. But you know what? I think if it suited a lot of politicians and they would discover that spending even a dollar on new furniture was outrageous. Right. Um, and there's a strong element of cynicism in impeaching people for what was apparently longstanding practices. And there's a lot of value to be gained in stealing a court seat. Right. Um, so, I, mean, I just think that, I mean, I think they had political motivations, but they made it really easy for them to go out yeah, and I mean, do exactly. it. Yeah, I mean, come on, it, to spend thirty thousand dollars on a sofa is a little bit uh, right. outrageous, you know, and, and sure. to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars renovating an, uh, an office and fifty of it's in your home. I mean, come on. You know, I I hear that, but we'll, yes, we should look at the people whom they appoint to replace them. Right. Um, because if they, uh, if, for example, you could imagine the conservative outrage if the Democrats with a supermajority decided they would simply impeach every judge for high crimes and misdemeanors vaguely defined, right. um, like spent too much money, whatever that meant, um, and then voted with uh, on partisan lines to impeach them and then import in their own justices. And then all those justices did the same kind of... Yeah. Exactly. Who who were no different. I mean, the difference right. was that they were D not R. People would be infuriated, right. and justifiably Justif- so, yeah. because the just if if you're allowed to impeach a judiciary without the most absolutely uh, absolutely best reasons, then people will just impeach every judge they don't like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, it just it, it sort of falls in line now. What do you feel about the the, the parade being canceled? Because at the cost that federally we were going to spend, what was like ninety million dollars? Yeah, the to, to, uh, to run this uh, military parade down in D.C. And right. I think uh, uh, the the politicians uh, in D.C. the local politicians were accused of gouging the federal government because they said that their portion of the bill was going to be about thirty million dollars, and they I think that's what the excuse was. Hey, I got mad at. We're not going right. to let D.C. gouge so, us so like that. So is D.C.'s lo- local an excuse? Yeah. Yeah, uh, are yeah. the local politicians there more uh, Democrats and Republicans? Oh, dude, don't you know DC's politics? Yes. DC is ninety percent blue. Yeah, okay, it's absolutely. a city. Okay, Cities yeah, are blue. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't. I first, I don't buy that the core problem here was that the DC local government wouldn't pick up its share of the tab. No, I suspect <laughs> the core problem is that the Pentagon doesn't want to have a military parade because it's hard to imagine anything that looks more tin pot dictatorship than running a bunch of tanks. Well, down the you know, there's, there's. I mean, what my, is this, I think the there's better one? ways to spend ninety. Billion exactly. or million well, dollars. You, know, if you want to help? You deal with ninety million. Tax. Let's take the veterans and, and get them some health benefits. And right. Get them yeah. Some help. That's the really uh, way yeah, to yeah. acknowledge. Exactly. Why, you know, why do we need the wounded uh, veteran project? Right. You know. You know. Yeah, don't spend ninety that million would do a lot for yeah. that project, and that would yeah, exactly. There are many people. better causes than yeah, running a bunch so. of tanks through DC streets. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, John, you also had an update too with some uh, insurance. I, I uh, do. Law. Just FYI, uh, Maryland House Bill Five was was enacted back. I. Well, it was started last, back last in June. session, I think, maybe. Uh, yeah, last session. And yeah. so people are going to start seeing an additional optional level for their uninsured motorist coverage. So you'll now be able to, I, I guess you can call it, it's not really stacking, but you can you can purchase additional uninsured motorist coverage over and above um, your 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 standard limit. Yeah, so the statute is calling this enhanced UIM, enhanced uninsured motorist. And the difference is how how the motorist coverage works. 
Uninsured motorist coverage puts you in the position you would have been had you been hit by a guy with your insurance. Right. So if you buy uninsured motorist of 250000 and you're hit by someone who's uninsured, then it puts you in the position as though he had 250000 But let's say you're hit by somebody who has $500,000 of insurance. Then it does nothing because you're already in a better position. And if he's in, say, 100000 then it gives you 150 because it raises his – effectively it operates to raise his insurance limits to your UIM limits. To, right. Up, up to your actual damages. And because you can yeah. you can come up short if if yeah, you've exactly. got well, uh, if you've got a hundred thousand dollars in UM mm-hmm. and you have a hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of, of injuries yeah. you and you carry a hundred yourself and, and, and you're hit by someone with fifty with, with fifty or thirty yeah. or thirty you're short exactly yeah, yeah. exactly and, short. and this would allow you to and your own exactly. company to come I mean, in and pay under enhance up to your actual exactly. damages well, this, as a victim yeah. you know as a victim of somebody who was driving you know with state minimums and they caused a lot of medical damage to yeah. me yeah. you know. Um, I, you know, I'm a firm believer in the, the uninsured motorist, the underinsured motorist policies. Yeah. You know, and, you know, part of the reasons why my medical bills are getting covered is because I happen to have uninsured motorists. Yeah. Because they, they were $30,000, you yeah. know, and well, not, the kid was texting that. and driving and just banged right well, into me with nothing, you know? I, I don't know if it's true. Again, what you read and hear on the internet, but I, I'm hearing statistics and maybe Joseph or Bill, you would know 25% of the people on the road in Maryland are Uninsured at one out of four, one out of five, something mm-hmm. that range, and then right. and the ones that do have coverage, how many of those people are only carrying the, the, minimum. the minimums at at thirty thousand? I mean, right. you you can't spend a day in shock trauma for thirty grand, you know. So you're you're well <laughs> from the yeah. medical bills I've seen, you totally can for thirty thousand thirty thousand uh, dollars. Well, thirty thousand dollars will pay. I mean, it won't pay for like two broken bones, right. but it will pay for one broken bone at right. least, max. <laughs> right. Well, like you know, the, like like my my accident, you know. I was going to stop and go traffic on 95. Somebody tapped me. Well, not tapped me. Hit me at 50 miles an hour. Okay. Yeah. It went up under my car. There was very minimal damage to my car, but it caused a lot of medical yeah. debt bills with me. I'm at, you know, $40,000 in medical bills. Yeah, you, you were right? over the 10, that- $10,000 over what, you know. Right. So your policy came in and, and. Yeah, and yeah. paid and yeah. took care of that. So right. otherwise, it's out exactly. of your pocket. But the difference with the new the new change would be that if you were hit by someone with thirty and you have a hundred under the old system, then you would get thirty from the liability, and then you would be bumped up to a hundred by the UM. Uh, you get seventy from motors. your own UM. So you get right. seventy. The new product says that you could have the money instead of. Raising you up to 100, it will give you an additional 100. Correct. So if you got hit by someone with 30, it would give you 30, and then it would give you 100 on top. Or to give you an example, the scale is because you could just buy, bought more uninsured motorists, then you could have been raised up to 250,000 if you just bought enough coverage. Mm-hmm. This says that if you were hit by somebody with a million dollars, then it will give you, you get to collect the million for the liability, and then enhanced UIM says, and on top of that million, here's another 100,000 that you bought of enhanced UIM. Correct. And whereas original UIM would say, oh, if his limit's greater than yours, then you get nothing. Right. right. So you're going to get hit with a choice for that when, uh, yeah, when you're, exactly. as you're, particularly people with new policies. All right, let's so. continue this conversation after these messages. If anybody has any legal questions after the break, give us a call at 410-922-6680 or 1-800-922-6680. Be back after these messages. Spice up your wardrobe with Needlepoint. Baldwin Belts is a Baltimore-based Needlepoint company offering Maryland-themed and other various custom-designed belts as well as accessories. All their products are 100% hand-stitched, handmade, and are guaranteed to last. Choose from one of Baldwin Belts' unique designs or customize your own belt to tell your individual story. Their custom-made products make great wedding gifts and graduation presents. Have a big event coming up? Customize a key fob to use as promotional product or gift item. Visit baldwinbelts.com for more information. As a small business owner, keeping up with the ever-changing marketing and social media trends can be difficult and time-consuming. Let SK Creative Solutions take the responsibility off of your plate. At SK Creative Solutions, they offer various marketing services such as social media management, website design, search engine optimization, and graphic design. SK Creative Solutions is a one-stop shop for all of your small business marketing and advertising needs. Grow your business today with the power of social media and website marketing. Visit skcreativesolutions.com for more information. Most doctors are not trained to diagnose and treat hidden car accident injuries like muscle spasms, back pain, neck pain, and headaches. The problem is that soft tissue injuries are not always visible on x-rays. One of the best ways to detect hidden injuries is a thermography scan. Call Dr. Mitch Adolph, D.C. at 1711 York Road. 
Road, Lutherville, 1-800-511-BACK to schedule your free thermography scan. Space is limited. Call 800-511-BACK today to schedule your free thermography scan. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. Are your real estate investor? Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com. Or call them, 443-776-1846. Does your business internet provider promise a lot? Let's hear who really delivers. Comcast Business gives you gig speed in more places. Other providers don't. We offer more complete reliability with up to six hours of 4G wireless network backup. The others, no way. We let calls from any of your devices appear to come from your business number. Them, not so much. And Comcast Business Smart Office lets you keep an eye on your business from anywhere. Others, nope. Call 1-800-501-6000 to get internet from the provider who delivers. Plus, add voice and TV for $34.90 more per month. Offering signed 2118. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Limited one voice line and basic TV on one outlet. Requires Comcast Business Internet. An additional monthly charge. Equipment taxes and fees extra and subject to change. Connection per restrictions apply. Minimum term agreement required. FLEFOOOO279. TNACL2006. AZROC307346. CAC SLB1028256. ORCCB199939. Call for details. No one should face a crisis alone. Reaching out can be hard, but with help comes hope. If you or a loved one is suffering from addiction, depression, or thoughts of suicide, reach out now. Maryland Crisis Connect is here to help. Call 211-PRESS-1 to speak with a call specialist who really cares. That's 211-PRESS-1 or visit MarylandCrisisConnect.org. Your life matters. Reach out. We are here to help. We are the Maryland Department of Health. It's about what matters. I want the government out of my life. It's about what's important. Pretty important for me to hear exactly what they have to say. It's about life. life. I got something serious to say. First of all, I don't agree with the demonstrations. We said important issues. No matter what the man does. Right side, left side, upside down, sideways. I mean, people are going to demonstrate. Join the conversation. It doesn't matter what side you're from. What matters is what you say, the truthfulness behind it, and the consistency. This is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. Welcome back. And uh, this is Bill Sherwood here with Sherwood uh, with Law Talk. And i uh, got John and Yosef here. And we do have a caller. I believe this is a return caller from uh, Margaret Rome's show earlier today. Let's see. Uh, Chandler and Woodlawn, are you on the air? Yes, sir. Okay, and you did call Margaret earlier today, didn't you? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. So, um, for anybody who wasn't listening earlier, um, what, what was going on with this house you purchased? Well, it, it wasn't, it was my daughter. Okay. She settled on it a few weeks ago. Now, uh, this was a, uh, a rehab. Okay. Uh, and, um, when I, uh, went to see the house, uh, before they settled, uh, I mean, as far as, you know, the, uh, all the, Bells and whistles, uh, the hardwood floors and the new painting and everything. It, you know, it looked it looked uh, pretty good, but the, uh, the water was not on. And I questioned the, uh, my daughter's realtor at the time. I said, "Why isn't the water on?" And she really couldn't give me uh, a, a good reason. Why Wasn't there a home inspection done? Pardon? Wasn't there a home inspection done? Yes, yes, yes. Three hundred and fifty some dollars worth. My daughter paid. For home inspection and the home inspector i say he had a list of things uh but i feel that he should have gone a little further okay um, 
So right now, so to me, it sounds like maybe the maybe her real estate agent didn't cross every T and dot every I. Maybe uh, the home inspector didn't do that. I don't know. Share the full story. I'm, I'm yeah. Believe it. Now here's here's the thing. Uh, what happened was uh, a few days after they had moved in the house, right. they realized that there was a leak uh, coming from the second floor uh, bathroom. Okay. And. Uh, that that was the case. Eventually, they had, they had to get a plumber to come in, and he found not only that there was a leak uh, in the in the in the plumbing, but also uh, there was mold, black mold that had had accumulated, and that don't happen overnight. Right. So he had to know about that. The other thing that was blatant, and I say criminal, is I when I went to to take a look at the sump pump, the sump pump was covered with the wall-to-wall carpeting in the basement. And I said, this is crazy. Why in the world would you, uh, 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 wouldn't have access, uh, to, you know, something? Now, was it just cosmetically covered or was it sealed? It was, it was, it was, it, it was sealed. Okay. Was sealed the, and, and the strips, you know, carpet strips, uh, right. you know, the, the tack, nail tack, they were actually, uh, installed over the cover. Okay. So when the plumber was there for the leak, I asked him, I said, let's take a look at that, because this, this sub-pump, uh, there's, there's something going on, because there also was wires extending through the carpeting, and that those wires were uh, to what was a, uh, uh, could have been uh, a backup pump that would Right. Well, we, we pulled the carpet back, and this was on the checklist that they were supposed to take care of. Okay. We carpet back. Well, first we tested it. We we we, we tried to uh, turn it on, and it kept tripping. Uh, uh, thank the Lord, it was on the GFI. So it kept th- and, uh, throwing the breaker. Kept throwing the breaker. So then we finally we when we finally uh, uh, got the lid off and looked down in the pump within two parts. The pump was disassembled. It wasn't that the pump was inoperable. The pump was dis. Assembled. You could actually see the wiring, uh, you know, uh, the motor wiring was exposed. Okay. So, and also the PVC, there was no check valve installed. What it looked like, that's why I'm saying this is criminal. They ran new PVC uh, uh, that was above the pump so that it looked like it was new. Okay. But, so, I mean, whenever you have one of these, whenever you have one of these transactions where, you know, something gets past everybody and, and the new homeowner, st- you know, starts, uh, you know, living in the house and sees that, um, you know, not everything was, was done in a proper manner, right? Um, right. you know, it could be that the seller in the beginning, uh, did a lot of work to the property. He said the house looked like it was brand new, or maybe Margaret's told me this. Um, you know, yeah, maybe they yeah, did all the work probably. themselves to make it look nice. Maybe they didn't pull permits or, yeah. and maybe they didn't tell their selling agent, right? That's, that's what Margaret, that's, that's one thing on the list. The note, my daughter's on vacation, mm-hmm. uh, but as soon as they come back, that was one thing that she said yeah. to check to find out whether so just to kind of give you a little bit of a background actually when when i started real estate back in 99 margaret was actually one of the people training me at o'connor piper flint back then so it's a small world here in baltimore but um so i've known margaret quite a long uh quite many years now um and then but you know Later on, I became a lawyer, and I do a lot of real estate law. And a lot of times, when these house flippers, you know, get involved, I deal with a lot of buyers that you know don't think they've been treated fairly in these transactions. So, if your daughter wants to come in and have a free consult, it, that's great. Uh, I want you to get my office number, and and then um, and then have her give me a call as soon as she gets in. Because my thought is either the seller made a mistake and was trying to cover it up. Or the home inspector maybe should have caught some things, but sometimes the home inspectors can't catch it if it's behind a wall. Like that mold, if it's buried in behind a wall, they can't yeah. cut open things and you know check things out. The home inspector might not have been able to see that. Maybe the home inspector should have checked the uh, the sump pump, but if it was yeah. in a such a way they didn't know it was there, you never know. So yeah, I'm going to have to sit down and go with your. It mm-hmm. was so conspicuous uh, uh, because the wires were. I mean, it was crazy. Okay. I mean, I'm not a home inspector. Right. I, I walked in because I just had a, a, a new pump installed uh, at, at my home. And uh, when I saw the wires hanging out, 
I say, this is crazy. I mean... You definitely want to get with Bill and, and have a consult. I, yeah, Bill's I mean, helped yeah. several of my clients. We see it all the time where people move into new renovated properties and there's there's issues going on with the house that either were apparently covered up or, uh, you know, just blatant blatant cover-up for things are wrong. And Bill's had a lot of success with with these cases. So I would encourage you to, to get a hold of Bill and off the air and... Uh, and get in and see him. So let me give let me give you the office number here, Chandler. It's uh, you got a pen handy. Uh, I hope my wife is. Uh, well, are also too. Um, yeah. Um, so, and also too. Um, you know, my office manager's texting in too. I guess he's listening. He's uh, he's wanting to know because he's also a real estate broker. I mean, a real estate agent as well. Um, he's wanting to know what. Do you know if the water was on during the inspection? The, uh, I, I'm quite sure that the water was on during the inspection because I I came to look at the house after the uh, uh, inspection. Okay, and so and that's when the water was off. Off, yeah. Okay, so look, um, I'm going to give the number one more time. The office number is four one zero. 366-4417. and then I'm going to ask you to give the number to the engineer to, for me to call you off the air. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. So hold on tight. I'll be talking to you shortly. Yeah, this this kind of stuff happens all the time. I know. It's you know, too it, often. It's it's too often. And a lot of times these home inspectors, though, are pretty – they're tough to go after because I think you sign a, a, a yeah, release a, that says they're not really liable for anything. Well, yeah, but like, I, you know, I'm, I'm going after a few right now. Yeah, so yeah, well, well I, I know it can be done, but, uh, <laughs> right. but there's a lot of uh, – issues that go on with with people hiding mistakes it just isn't right yeah so you know i think this gives us a good segue here uh weird laws you know in baltimore city from a house and you know up in the second floor it's illegal to throw a bale of hay out the second floor window i know how subtle of a segue that was but we're going into weird laws now bad Uh bad (laughs) segue is two stars bill (laughs) well you know you're always a tough crowd yosef you know you know Um, i try (laughs) Um, so, um, so we're going to get into the weird laws all around. I've, you know, Yosef, of course, is our resident skeptic. You know, we have pulled a lot of these laws off directly off the internet, so it must be true, right? You read them on the internet. I'm yes. just saying I don't really need to say more. Well, you know, according to the internet, the the uh, the, the moon landings may have been faked as well. So, exactly. you know, <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in with a couple of fun ones here. Um, we're gonna we're gonna go all over, but let's just um. Start with Arkansas. Um, Arkansas, it is legal for a man to beat his wife, but not more than once a month, allegedly. I doubt that that law would actually be a defense in Arkansas. I right. suspect it may have been abrogated. Right. It does still reflect an older, like, at originally a common law right. you know, before the modern era. The general view of the state was that it didn't interfere in domestic relations, right? Because the state had much more limited resources. Well, I mean, it, so they wouldn't prosecute you so, for domestic abuse. So you're allowed to slap her around every once in a while well, to no, keep no, her line, no, right? Once a month. Well, I'm saying no, more than once a month is excessive, no, but, like, but right. more you than went, yeah. We went back to like Elizabethan England. <laughs> then the consequences for beating your wife were social. People would you would have to basically kill yeah, someone. Yeah, but the, the, the United States is, is what a couple hundred years old. Were we beating? Yeah, and when people, we took those, the, that legal tradition <laughs> and we. Moved it into the, as we moved into the modern era, people eventually made spousal abuse a crime, yeah. but right. they made it a crime very recently in the historic yeah. scale of things. Well, and the, you know, it was like the last twenty years or so, you know, basically that you know things kind of you know got serious when women were being harmed by people. Women have you always know. been being harmed. It's when people started caring, right? But I mean, it, 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 when it's actually got on people's radar, I guess because of like television and radio and everything else, you know, and because of second wave feminism, and yeah. women started saying, "No, it's not okay for me to be attacked." Right. Yeah. Um, right. You can't just beat me because we're married. And eventually, that moral argument took over, and people were like, "No, you shouldn't be allowed to attack other people. You should go to jail." Well, I mean, now, you know, like, like 150 years ago, you know, the wife was seen as property almost. I mean, well, yeah. that's also not that's a very poor characterization and a well, mismemory of the common law. Well, it's well, way more complicated. Than well, that. I'm generalizing here. Okay, You're generalizing so inaccurately it offends my historic sensibilities. Uh, okay, now you since, are history uh, since, major here. Since sir. we're in husband and wife relationship here, my my wife asked me today, "What are, what are you talking about today?" I thought we were talking about wacky laws. And, and now apparently in Maryland, it, it's reported that women may not go through her husband's pockets while he's sleeping. I just want to see a sight. 
And I might have just uh, lost. She says, "Well, guess what? Yeah, I guess she, I'm going to be stuck doing all my own laundry all the time." So I, I said, "Well, you oh, yeah. I, do, can I sign a waiver to this? Is, is, can I sign a waiver? To, okay, it's okay for to do this." Or? <laughs> all right, and we got another. Um, you know, let's move on to another one here in Arkansas. I, I'm sure Bill Clinton did not reside and sign on this law. Huh. Flirtation between men and women on the streets of Little Rock may result in a 30 day jail term. I first, oh. I'll leave it when you show me a citation. Second, and obviously unconstitutional. Right. But states pass unconstitutional laws all the time right. because states don't always pass laws to be laws. They pass it to reflect the moral thought of the community. Right. So people will go and pass laws that they have no ability or intention to enforce to go show to because society wants to announce what it considers proper behavior. Okay. That's why people would pass those kind of laws, <laughs> even if they never intended to arrest anyone for flirting. Right. I mean, what is this, Mikado? <laughs> so could could that could any of these things stick if it was on the no. law and you decided well, they're just probably mostly on Constitution. Well, I mean, you know, where, where's the real police officer? Is, is a police officer going to walk up to Bill Clinton and go, hey, you got to stop, sir, right now? I mean, you know. But, no, <laughs> no, but the uh, truth uh, is, no. though, you, when you pass those laws, those vague, hard to enforce laws, one thing they're there for, so the police can roll undesirables. Right. So, like, you have your police and you say, uh, no one's allowed to loiter. Right. What does that mean? Well, if you're middle class and you're displaying all the social signs of wealth, then you can do whatever you want. Right. No one cares. But if they don't like you because you look too they poor for the neighborhood, then now they have a reason to go and arrest you. Well, to me, a more realistic sort or, or a better scenario is I, I love the law that says you can't throw bales of hay out of a second-story window yeah. in the city. You could really get hurt, right? Somebody's well, throwing well, bales of hay out of the second-story window in exactly, the city. Exactly, which th- that's an example of the law designed to address a very specific circumstance. <laughs> Obviously, in Baltimore at one point, there was, uh, you know, there was a problem with that. Though, again, if you show me a, uh, a citation, I'll believe you have a law. If you show me a printout from a random Internet site, then I'll suspect that you've gotten a little bit too gullible for your own good. Well, okay, let, let's move on. I to can the... write on the Internet, too, you know. <laughs> right. I get to write some Internet laws? Well, you're going to ban all dogs. Oh, I'll be the first thing. I'm terrified of those things. Warhounds. You know, and I'm just saying, Bill, the reason that your leg is in a, your foot is in a boot right now is because you, you were collaborating with the canines. Well, he, he is a hound of hell. So is, this he, is the second time Bill's been injured by his dog in the past six months, correct? Yes. It's yeah. remarkable. Yeah. Yes. Very and, few and, people would continue to collaborate after your dog knocked you yeah, down the stairs I, I the think, second time. I think, uh, How many times has that dog knocked you down the stairs? Two. At least two that you've told me about. Right. Yeah, yeah. I'm he, just saying. He Let's, had a recommendation from another attorney in a meeting we were in the past week that said, what, what, did, what did Howard tell you? That you should get a, 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 a smaller a sm- uh, a smaller dog. A smaller dog. A yeah. lack okay. of dogs. Yeah. So we're going to take a commercial break, and after this, we're going to revisit some laws in the People's Republic of California. Call us After if you have this. weird ones, and we yep. want to hear them. <laughs> call, us, uh, call us at 410-922-6680. Thanks. Mostly cloudy skies for us here today. Warm and humid. Scattered showers, even thunderstorms possible for us later on this afternoon into this evening. High temperatures into the low 80s. Decreasing clouds overnight will drop into the mid-60s. Dry weather Monday, partly cloudy tomorrow. Lower 80s, storms again. I'm Ken Boone from the Weather Channel for Talk Radio 680 WCBS. If you're currently thinking about buying a home or refinancing your mortgage, it is very important to choose a solid, reputable title company to handle your real estate closing. And one of the best around is Summit Title Company. Summit Title has handled thousands of real estate closings in Maryland since 1985. And they are committed to the highest level of service at competitive fees. They're owned and managed by experienced real estate attorneys who work with a dedicated, professional staff to ensure smooth quality service for each transaction. Summit Title is located in the heart of Towson, but their settlement officers travel to any location in Maryland that is convenient for closing. So if you or someone you know is buying a home or refinancing a mortgage, you should contact Summit Title Company. Their phone number is 410-583-5353. Or you can find them online at summittitlecompany.net. Synergy Realty Company, LLC, is a boutique real estate brokerage built to serve you. Thinking about selling your home? Sellers just mention this ad to list your home for sale with a 1.5% listing fee, which includes a home staging consultation and professional photography. Call 443-776-1846. We also have buyers covered. If you know a first-time home buyer, have them call 443-776-1846 to sign up for a free home buyer seminar that could save them thousands on closing costs, home inspections, and warranties. 
Are you a real estate investor? Maximize your portfolio by calling 443-776-1846 to schedule a free consultation. Or visit Synergy Realty Company online at SynergyRealtyExperts.com or call them 443-776-1846. When you got married, you took a vow to always be there for each other till death do you part. But what if the unthinkable happens? Would your spouse be able to make it alone financially? You need Allstate Life Insurance. Baltimore Allstate agent John Koch can help you get the coverage you need at an affordable price. Call John today, 410-931-1400, and ask for a complimentary life insurance review. Are you in good hands? Life insurance offered by Allstate Life Insurance Company, Northbrook, Illinois, and Lincoln Benefit Life Company, Lincoln, Nebraska. Your local volunteer fire department routinely answers the call, whether it be a fire, traffic accident, or a cat stuck in a tree. But because of declines in memberships, departments have become understaffed. Your local volunteer fire department desperately needs you. Can you direct traffic, install a smoke alarm, help at a fundraiser? No matter what skills you have, you can make a difference. You don't have to fight fire to be a volunteer. Will you answer the call? For more information on how you can help, visit the Volunteer Firefighter Alliance at supportvfa.org. You're invited. First time caller into your show. Stop by. Thanks for taking my call. Say hello. Hello. And have some fun. I just came to say hello. Talk Radio 680. WCBA. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. The cry Hi, welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, again, we're uh, talking a little bit about weird laws today. And again, the disclaimer is these are things I've dug up on the Internet to have some fun. These are stuff you read off Google. Uh, yeah, well, not necessarily no Google. no censoring of actual. <laughs> it's got to be true. Well, yeah, it's got to be true if it's on the Internet, right? <laughs> now, if you Google weird laws, it's got to be factual. Right. Gotta you know, be. we gotta trust got to trust the Google, you know, the all-seeing eye of the Google. Um, so uh, we do have a, um, a home inspector waiting on, on for a call, I guess, following up on our last one. Uh, hi, Arthur. You're on the air. Sorry about the wait there. Arthur? Hello? What? I guess he uh, ran out of patience. Arthur, okay. All right. Well, sorry, okay. Arthur. Call back. Uh, call back if you can. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go back to weird laws. Um, okay. I'll hit you with some actually weird laws. Okay. Insider trading is a law with no victim, or rather the victim is a person who has gone and voluntarily bought stocks on a market. It's, and the crime is having interfered with the true flow of the market had you not, without insider knowledge. You're basically well, I, being indicted for messing with the invisible hand. Well, I think Well, I think the, the, you're wrong there. I think the, the invisible hand is the victim, not the person buying the... Uh, it's the market itself, <laughs> the abstract market that exists as a bunch of theories and as a million interactions all flowing. Right. Normal crimes have a victim. With murder, there's a dead person. Right. With burglary, there's an aggrieved party. You know, right. there's there's someone whose stuff has been stolen. Right. You know, if you if you litter, someone has to go clean up the litter. Right. But insider trading is a crime where the victim is a totally abstract system. Right. Um, it's not like even election fraud, which, you know, if you stuffed a ballot box, then you would have stolen the election from A and given it to B. Right. And that would have been, then the B would be aggrieved or A would be aggrieved because he should have won and didn't. But in insider trading, then the guy's complaint is, um, you had better secret information that you shouldn't have been allowed to trade on. But here's a nice little wrinkle mm. to that, too. Mm. All of our Congress critters, all oh, of them yeah, can right. benefit from their knowledge well, and buy stocks absolutely. at will. Many yeah. of them. Though I, there is a New York, uh, a New York congressman, um, who is being indicted because he was on the board. He was on the, like, the Food and Drug Committee. And he was also on the board of a company. And when he discovered that this company would not get his licensure, he told his son about that the company was going to tank, and they shorted the steps. The FDA stock. was it? Wasn't it a food company? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he, he was in the FDA. He was the yeah, I remember he was on that. The Congressional yeah. Regulatory <laughs> Committee. He was also on the board of the company, which is apparently okay, uh-huh. even though that's a ridiculous conflict of interest. I mean, mm-hmm. talk about selling out to the lobbyists. Right. He literally right. was on the board of the company that he was supposed to be regulating, mm-hmm. and then there's something wrong with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, apparently, I, well, by tradition, <laughs> it was. Um, you know, it's uh, that's a, it's a norm, which we right. could do in a whole episode on the power of norms, mm-hmm. and. Uh, the, then he goes and he tells his son, which is also illegal if you're an insider trader. You're not allowed to insider trade indirectly. You're not allowed to, for example, leak insider secrets, someone else who trades on it. Right. So if I have insider secrets in my corporation and I tell, you know, my brother and my brother tells his friend 
that whole tip, that whole sequence of it, is illegal. Right. And it's illegal for me to do it directly or indirectly to tip anyone. Right. And it's fascinating to me because this is an example of a crime what? in which against the economic system. Right. And that's what they try to get like Martha Stewart on. Right. Yeah, she was indicted for insider trading. Right, but she actually t- did time for lying to the FBI. Or yeah, I think it was something like that. Yeah. Lying to the FBI is another fascinating crime. Right. It's a, you're allowed to say nothing. You're not allowed to try to mislead an investigation. The crime being the but there, the crime being the government agency that's pursuing justice. Is a this goes on right. all all the time with these the CEOs right. and these heads of these companies. They go in and make trades based on you know knowledge well, that they found out, and, and there are maybe they're not reporting it, but they benefit themselves. Well, there are occasionally trades. public scandals, but I would love to see the stats say that it's widespread because it's often vigorously enforced. Um, for example, during some of the big cyber breaks, uh, our cybersecurity scandals, um, like I think it was the Acrofax, one of them, they, 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 you know, because all their trading records is public. Yeah. And you can see an insider trade when you're watching the market. I mean, you know who owns all the stock, and if suddenly the CEO starts selling his stock, and two days later yeah. it's announced that everyone's data has been breached and they've all been pwned, mm-hmm. right. well... That's a pretty obvious insider trading case. Yeah. Right, right. But I mean, you know, I mean, it's one thing though, but it, you know, to go after someone for having some knowledge that maybe they shouldn't have been able to act no, on. No, no. But if you own stock and you become aware of something, how is that, you know, like, well, if I own a bunch of stock, you're not private. Right. You're but not if, an insider. Right. That's why it's insider trading. It's not normal trading. Right. It's insider but, trading. Okay, but if you happen just to stumble across knowledge, you're not able to protect yourself Against no, no, no. you are because you aren't. When you say stumble but, oh, across, okay. Let's but if, you, what but that if means. you're an ins- okay, but if, if you're, you're inside the company, yeah. and you stumble across right. it, you, if you're an insider, then you're not stumbling across it because it's your knowledge. Or how about right. regulating a, a specific uh, a policy? Yep, which, that's going to affect the market that you exactly, know about. Which, right. It should totally have been illegal, Dump and it would have been scandalous. Prior, it is illegal in previous years. It happens. Well, <laughs> Congressman, it's not clear that it's illegal. And <laughs> right. after, if it happens all the time, well, I'll believe it when I see the statistics, <laughs> because I suspect that it does not actually happen well, all the time. The, the politicians and congressmen are held at a higher level. You all know that. Right? They're all <laughs> better than we are, so they they need well, their advantages and they, perks. That's I part of the deal. I, first, I think if you didn't pay congressmen, that you would get people who are even worse than the present crop. <laughs> right. But I also, I think when you look at it, there's a lot of people who are in those kind of weird conflict positions, and Congress is traditionally underregulated. But I don't think it's true that the vast majority, the vast majority of you know corporate insiders are engaged in insider trading. Well, see, I just don't like you know going a step further with this. I don't like seeing how you have all these people that there's like a revolving door between corporations and government. You know, because yeah, these people have skill sets and they're really good at what they do. But on the flip side of it is, you know. It almost makes me wonder about conflicts of interest because they leave government to go into a, no, no, no. Uh, a organization or, or a type of business that they used to regulate, and then they go back from that to back into government. Where you know where do their true loyalties lie? As they're well, revolving around these revolving and, doors. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it. You know, first some of it is that if you're trying to regulate nuclear power plants, then you probably want somebody who at least knows what the Department of Energy is and that it exists, or maybe someone at least who knows nuclear science. Um, and and that may be only a small group of people. There's a very small group of people, and what right. do you think they're doing when they get laid off? Is uh, you know when the administration changes, will they go back to the old gig? Similarly, right. the reason that all the people who run the Treasury Department are bankers is because when you're in the business of regulating banks, you should probably know how banks work. And right. who knows how banks work? The bankers. Right. Well, I thought you were a resident skeptic, you know, stuff. I mean, well, no, but that's like that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. I, I mean, that's our, our you know Goldman Sachs supplies an inordinate amount of American Treasury secretaries. Right. Um, it's like one bank. Which yeah, is and, you know, in 2008, everybody was like, oh, Goldman Sachs, you know, the, the horns popped out of everybody's head. It was supposedly there. And, you know, I mean, with reason, we had reason to blame some of these people for some of the bad things well, that they, happened in 2008. Many but, good reasons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, but, so you can understand why somebody would bring out the pitchforks when you find out they left Goldman Sachs and started doing it. But of course, what else are you going to do? Because you need someone who understands the mortgage industry. Yeah. How about the female executives running these big corporations that are that There's are, like less than like 10%. 10, 10%? Well, the ones that are Even engaged less. in insider trading and going through their husband's pockets while he's asleep. Oh, that, that, that's a whole other level, right? <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, you know. Okay. I, I am not going to comment. That's just too sexist. I want to get back to to, to weird some laws. Okay. Yeah, so what, what weird law were you quoting right I, there, John? I understand that it's you know it's not legal to bring a lion to the movies in, in Maryland specifically. That's what I read. Is that is it, is it okay to bring yeah, alligators? Well, cause, and, cause and I'm going to be honest. You're reading that thriller bears? piece. If you click that link, it leads to Reddit. <laughs> Reddit. I'm just saying that is the great well, story. Well, hold on, hold on. Reddit's the one that handed these out. I, oh, yeah, I, I, I did hand those out. So I just, and he got me. it from Google. Me. He There's told a reason me. I've been Google. saying citation this entire time. 
So look, Reddit is a source. Now, is it a credible source? That's the question. Well, maybe you know, not. If you can't uh, tell the difference between them, I'm just saying. <laughs> Somebody's oh, have to be I true. wouldn't cite Reddit in a case in Baltimore or Maryland or anywhere. Oh. Okay? I don't think you should cite unless you're unless it's, I, you know. But on the radio, we can have fun with it. Okay. <laughs> yep. You can't put footnotes in a broadcast. That's so. true. Like section one, C note here. Reddit said this was true. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'd love to hear from people that out in our listening audience that would have some interesting beliefs yeah. that well, are, so are questionable. Quick, how many people do you think have heard of Reddit this day and age? Oh, um, probably not a lot. But look, let's go ahead and take a commercial I'm break. Shocked. If anybody has any weird laws they want to talk about on our Please last call segment, us. We'd love 410-922-6680. We'll talk to you after this. Getting off of opioids was tough. It was like the worst flu I ever had. Same here. For me, it was chills and stomach cramps, and I only had a three-week prescription. It was a couple of days after I stopped. Aches all over and muscle spasms. There are many symptoms of opioid withdrawal, so getting through it may seem impossible. But real help is here. New Lucimira is the first and only FDA-approved non-opioid, non-addictive treatment for relief of multiple symptoms of opioid withdrawal after abrupt discontinuation. Lucimira may lower your blood pressure or pulse. If you have a history of low blood pressure, slow heart rate, any other cardiac abnormality, or if you have had a heart attack, discuss with your healthcare provider before taking Lucimira. The most common side effects are low blood pressure, slower heart rate, dizziness, sleepiness, lightheadedness, and dry mouth. Lucimira may lessen the severity of symptoms, but may not completely prevent them. Ask your doctor about Lucimira or go to lucimira.com. That's L-U-C-E-M-Y-R-A. Control the symptoms to help get through opioid withdrawal. What an exciting time. You're now engaged. After the kissing and celebration, it's time to start your wedding plans. The friendly staff at the Doubletree by Hilton Pikesville are experienced wedding planners. They can help handle all your details and make the process a really fun experience. They know all the important people you'll want to work with. Photographers, entertainment, and of course the food and venue for your reception. The Doubletree Hotel and Fountainside Restaurant can handle receptions and rehearsal parties of any size, from four to 400 guests. With over 150 guest rooms, there's plenty of space for your out-of-town friends and family. So after you say, I will, pick up the phone and call 410-653-1100 and talk to the wedding planners at the Doubletree by Hilton. Conveniently located minutes from the airport and downtown Baltimore at Beltway Exit 20, Reisterstown Road. Call 410-653-1100. The news you want to know. The biggest political event this year. Our economy is doing better than ever before. We are crushing it right now. The news. Sexual abuse by priests. You need to know. Shame and sorrow. Stay in the know. The security clearance of John Brennan. Don't get me started. Security clearance is very important to me. Check in for the very latest. Renegotiating NAFTA. We're getting there. I'm in no Rita Franklin. She was given a great gift from God. This, her voice, is Talk Radio 680 WCBM. And now more of Law Talk with Bill Sherwood on Talk Radio 680 WCBM and WCBM.com. All right, we're back here in our final few minutes here of segment. I did want to get to a couple crazy laws from the People's Republic of California. Um, in Los Angeles, a man may legally beat his wife with a leather strap as long as it's less than two inches or she gives him permission to use a wider strap. The next, I, I am very skeptical that that's actually a law. Okay, this is this is, again. This is straight from Google. You know, Yosef, if you want, if anybody out there wants to double check these, by all means, come at me. Okay. Um, and, okay, you're going to get us thrown off the air. Oh though. yeah, it's a misdemeanor to shoot any kind of game from a moving vehicle unless the target is a whale. Okay. Um, in Pacific Grove, California, molesting butterflies can result in a five hundred dollar fine. I don't. It says molesting in parentheses. Let you guys figure that part out. Well, it probably means to interfere with. It's probably part right. of some sort of EPA level regulation. You know, not messing with endangered species. Right. <laughs> All right. And so, and then, um, and then, um, it's illegal to cry in a witness stand in Los Angeles courts. That's the last I one. Doubt <laughs> that would also survive challenge. Yes. I mean, I don't know. The witness stands usually. You know, I see. I've seen people cry, cry quite a few times. So, um, and then finally, we'll come back to Maryland. Um, so. Someone is on here saying on this list again. It's illegal to play Randy Newman's short people on the radio. Don't know about that one. It's highly unlikely. It's illegal to mistreat oysters. 
there's probably an EPA regulator. Because oysters are heavily regulated in Maryland yeah. as part of our attempts to clean up the bay and try to preserve the fisheries in the eastern shore. But, I mean, to me, I think Ms. Treatham trying to eat them, but, you know, that's I, my, you know. Well, you just can't poke them or tease them or yeah. say something yeah. that uh, would offend them. Okay. Yeah, but no, the but it's okay to eat them. There's a lot of rules about how you're not allowed to interfere with oyster beds because of the ecological devastation. Right, right. Well, yeah, that's, you know, maybe that's what it is, and maybe this is just, you know, misquoting for own purpose. Okay, and finally, in Baltimore, it's illegal to wash or scrub sinks, no matter how dirty they get. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, so what, you know. Not true. (laughs) Not true. Um, I I did know in Ocean City, this I read there, that that, that men, at least that's what my mother told me, was was you had to have a shirt on on the boardwalk, and I thought that was a law back in the early 1900s. There's a big constitutional challenge now about, you know, about your right to be topless in Ocean City's boardwalk. Yeah, on the boardwalk. Yeah, I actually detest Ocean City. It seems too loud and crowded for my case. <laughs> right. So I've never actually looked up any of the actual laws about it because right. I don't actually plan to ever visit it. Okay. Um, so I don't know. remember how that one came out, but there is a constitutional I, challenge. I just there. remember as a kid being on the beach, and yeah. when you were going up to the boardwalk, my mother said, put your shirt on. I had to put a shirt on to walk right. across the boardwalk to get into yeah. the hotel room. And well, I, I mean, you know, that. And I think that there is a move. I mean, there's, you know, and like a lot of beaches in Florida, it's okay for women to sunbathe topless. And, you know, it, it's, I mean, I don't know whether it's just that they just don't, you know, follow the law and right. they don't enforce it right. or whether it's actually available. But there is a lot of challenges right now in different places where mm-hmm. Ocean City included, oh. where they'll allow, you know, yeah. well, they may allow like females breastfeeding, to come. right? right. It's, it's a similar, you, right. certain areas you get in trouble, others you don't. I, you know, I hate <laughs> beaches to be honest. I'm generally not a fan. Right. I so, know nothing uh, about breastfeeding beach. or beaches. I'm beaches. sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I know nothing about beach law. I, so you know, I've been to one once and it was a bad experience. Well, yeah, I, you know, I mean, it was it, sandy. There was nothing to do. I just wanted getting drunk with my friends. Well, okay, that's not a bad outcome, Yosef. You know, yeah, it is, but the hangover was something about the the peanut butter and jelly sandwich you have on the beach and the grit from the sand that gets in at your teeth. It really makes for the full experience. Right. Know? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we've got about a minute left here, and, you know, we were having a lot of fun with, you know, a lot of these laws here. I mean, and of course, with the disclaimer, they are, they were searched on the internet, not a thousand percent sure of the the truth of all of them, you know, so, but I thought it would be a good, a fun topic to be able to bring up that laws are, you know, often, you know, basically subjective to the, to the places they are in, you know, where where some things may be, may have been illegal at some point or another, may not be, may be frowned upon now, but still, I think Loud. by subjective you mean local. Yes. Because almost all law is local. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. when in doubt, call call Bill and Yosef, right? I mean, <laughs> you, you never know when someone has broken the law. <laughs> so, all right, we're on our way out here. You know, um, if anybody has any questions and they need any uh, free consults, feel free to give me a call in my office during the week, 410-366-4417, Bill Sherwood, Sherwood Legal Services. Well, I had a fun time this week. Next week, we're going to have a guest talking about ch- uh, children needs of assistance. John, Hopefully. give your... John, uh, same thing. Call me if, if anybody has any questions on Maryland House Bill 5, the new law. Call me, 410-931-1400, or any other insurance matter. Joseph? Joseph Kuberman, the law office, Robert L. Symes. I do insurance law, 410-366-5606. Thank you, everybody, for joining us this week, and we'll look forward to having you listen to us next week. Good have day. a great week. Have a good day. Bye. W-C-B.